dedicate it to honoring South Africans that are doing great things. And that's why we call this, these two hours South Africans doing great things. Let me give you some context. We are in very difficult times, financially, economically, politically. There are difficult things that are taking place. But we've decided that just once a week, we're going to stop and say, in all of this difficulty, there are South Africans in all of our various communities that are doing some very, very positive things. Yeah, some, some positive things. And, and that is why I want you to keep sending us emails to Ntating, the producer of the show, or myself. Uh, Ntating's email address is Ntating K. That's N-T-H-A-T-E-N-G-K at 702.co.za. And of course, my email address is M at uh, 702.co.za uh, for suggestions of South Africans doing great things. Now, I'm not saying that if there is a superstar in your community that has made world um, headlines, you shouldn't tell us about them. But that's not really the person I'm looking to talk to in this hour of South Africans doing great things. I'm wanting to speak about those South Africans that have met with the everyday difficulties that you and I meet with, but that have transcended, that have found a pathway in all of those difficulties to self-express. And tonight I have a very good friend of mine whom I've known for many, many years. Her name is Fatima Abdul. You might have seen her in uh, programs such as Seven Alan. She'll tell you a little bit more about that. You'll probably remember her as that cute nurse in Bernalanders. Yeah. Uh, but she's also uh, just launched a magazine called Azit Magazine that I think is a great opportunity for us South Africans, but more specifically to those of us who come from communities that are either known as colored communities or mixed race communities. She is going out and she is creating a platform for some of the intricacies that are unique to those communi uh, communities to be discussed in an open pa uh, platform. And she's created a lifestyle magazine called Azit magazine. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And I'm really excited about this because I know Fatima for many, many, many years. I know her heart. I know what her passion is. And hers is a passion for humanity. Hers is a passion for making sure that people understand themselves so that they can be the best versions of themselves. So I'm going to be speaking to her about that. And then, of course, in the second hour of South Africans doing great things, I'm going to be speaking to another young man. His name is Atenko Sinzala. I'll be speaking to him on uh, the telephone line uh, and he's doing some great things. He's a student himself as well, but he is helping students get um, uh, extra lessons for maths. He is uh, helping students find, uh, students, pupils, in fact, uh, find uh, textbooks where they can't find them, shoes, clothes, uniform. And I'm going to be speaking to him in the second hour of the show at around about 10 past 10. But in this hour, I'm looking forward to a great conversation with a South African doing great things. I've got to, I've got to put it out there and say I've known this lady for years. Yeah, I mean, I've known her for years and uh, um, grown up with her at the feet of great 
great thinkers. I'm thinking about people like Anthony Wilson. I've had him on the show here. You'll probably know him as Speedo, a great actor. Uh, people like Robert Pierce, people that have really, really uh, helped us understand uh, in a different way uh, the South African reality. And I'm hoping that you'll be a part of this conversation on 011-883-0702 on SMS 31702 on Twitter at 702 Aubrey. And of course, on the WhatsApp line, 072-702-1702. It's 12 minutes after nine. This is 702 for the curious. With Aubrey Masako, live, online, smartphones, DSTV, and 92.7, and 106 FM. Fatima Abdul is with me in studio, South African doing great things. The time now is 15 minutes after nine o'clock, and she joins me now. Fatima, how are you? I'm very well. Thanks on yourself. Oops. I'm very, very well. And finally, we get you on the show. Man. It's been a long time. Yes. It's been a very, very lo- a long time. I suppose a lot of people might not know that I'm speaking to somebody who has graced our TV screens. She has been uh, on Sieven de who, who did you play on Sieven de Another nurse. I mean, I think I have the look no, But you of do have nurse. that nurse thing. <laughs> and I'm serious. You do have that, 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 that take care of the people thing. Yeah. Uh, so I suppose most casters would want want to uh, cast you as somebody who takes care of people. So you're playing a nurse? Yeah, I'm either a nurse or some lawyer. So yeah. I'm, I suppose it's my face. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, and, and of course, Bernalanders? Yeah, on Bernalanders, I was the matrona yes. for about four years. Yeah. And it was awesome. I had yeah. this very stiff bola behind my I remember. Yeah. I remember. You looked like you were three. Years old. Oh, you oh, did. You oh, looked oh. like you were three years old. Give us a call, 011-883-0702. And I know that you've also started a project that I believe is brave. I think it is absolutely courageous, given the place where South Africa finds itself uh, in its transition, in its evolution at nation building. I think you're doing something exceptionally brave. I've been looking at the stuff that you've been doing on, on uh, Facebook and so forth. And it is very, very easy for people to misunderstand you, I think. But I've known you for many, many years, so I, I think I know where your heart is. Talk to me about your new magazine, Is It? Okay. Is It is actually not new. Is It uh, was born um, 10 years ago. Yeah. 2008, and it was stillborn. It was the first edition was launched, and then it died a. a a, a, a very quick death because yeah. I think at that time it wasn't the right time because yeah. the people on board we didn't really uh, we didn't understand what the mission and vision is and it was my the name was actually different before it was is it yeah. it was I called it carros and carros yeah. means it's it's a koi word which means a blanket a nice uh, a blanket made from skin yes and then it went to is it which was a much more palatable word. So 10 years later, and, and every year, now and then someone would ask me, now, what happened to Uzzard? What happened to Uzzard? And I just blocked it out because it was such an emotional thing because yes. I really, really wanted this to happen. Yes. It was my idea, and I want to put it out there. It was my idea, and I got a few people on board. Yeah. I pitched the idea to them, and, not, and, and now I'm still, you know, doing this. Yeah. 10 years later, I'm so frustrated because... You know, uh, as it was born by default. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw the first video that I made in my car um, after my friend's book launch, 
wasn't attended. My friend's name is Mahalia Jackson. Her book really? launch wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> she's got <laughs> this famous name. Okay. Yeah, okay. And she's an, uh, she's an extraordinary uh, uh, chef and 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 culinary. And she yeah, she just specialises. I nearly said she's one of my favourite gospel artists, but yeah. you know that's <laughs> no, another story altogether. Yeah. So no, she, we uh, invited quite a few media uh, people, print media, and no one turned up. And she was very sad, and I was very frustrated. So the next day, I just recorded this video clip, and I said, you know, I'm so sick and tired of the fact that whenever we, from this community, from the... Now, I'm going to say it because our people get very nervous about... Some people don't like the word color. Yeah. Others say, no, we are um, koi, and we are... I know there's people that know exactly who they are. They are either Griqua, Kurana, San, Koi, Busman, doesn't matter. But I'm talking about this group of people that they don't have a voice. And I said, I'm so sick and tired that we don't have a voice that elevates our good things. There's nothing that celebrates the beautiful things that comes from this community. It's always we, it's always the drugs. We make the it's news for always, the bad It's always it's always the fighting, the infighting. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yes. And and then I said, and now, you know what? I am going to start as it magazine where we are going to celebrate, you know, our people. And then boom, I posted it and the reaction was phenomenal. People inboxed me, Fatima, I wanna be part of this, I wanna yeah. be part of this. And I'm like, oh, okay. So then I have to do it. And now we are in the, I mean, there's about 35 contributors, people that contacted me and said, I want to contribute to this magazine because we I, I, want to be there. I, when I saw your, your, your stuff on Facebook magazine, I thought to myself, oh, okay. Because I'm, I'm very, very close to the conversation here mm-hmm. on radio about the colored community. Uh, you know, the stuff that happened in Westbury uh, where some gang members killed a woman. Uh, and the the members of that community were frustrated about the fact that the the governing structures of this country seem only to give um, I suppose attention to coloured communities. And again, it's not only exclusive to coloured communities. But I suppose if I'm coloured, uh, and I'm the one that is feeling that I'm going to be speaking from my perspective, right? Of so I course. suppose, because that's what we do as black people. That's what I suppose uh, people who are gay would do from their perspective. Uh, Afrikaner people who from their, whatever the, the story is. Yeah. And I saw how the story was starting to take a wrong turn. Mm-hmm. I saw how um, some political opportunists would uh, then want to bend the story to make it sound like mm-hmm. something that I... I don't believe it is. Anyway, but mm-hmm. th- that's not my story. Sure. The issue that I wanted to raise was I know the colored community. I've, I've grown up amongst colored folks. I was married amongst the colored people. Yeah. Uh, and I know that col- the, the colored community. And every community has got its own rogue people, sure. But I've also, as an African black person, have felt, but we don't hear enough from the colored community about some of the positive things that happen in the colored community. I know some of the positive things that are happening in Soweto. I know the things that are happening in Guguletu that are positive. Sure, there's negative stuff, but I don't know what's going on that's positive in Waysbury. I don't know what's going on that's positive in Eldos. I don't know what's going on in 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 Easteris, where I come from. Um, 
I have to dig for that information. How come nobody from those communities is standing up and telling us what's going on? And that's when you said, I'm going to do is it. I said, well, there you go. Somebody's standing up. Tell me about that process and the current conversation that's taking place about current uh, colored com communities now. As I say, it, 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 it was just out of that frustration. Yeah. Why is there no... Look, it also started with last year. We, we produced a program called Kofifi Land yeah. on a DSTV channel on KickNet. And, um, and there were pe pe people were neighbors. And they were like, but I didn't know that's what she does. And it's because of that uh, dynamics. You don't talk about the good things that you do. You, because you were told, don't brag. Yeah. Don't stop bragging. Yeah. So, now, I'm saying in Izzard, we are going to brag about people that are doing phenomenal things in those places. I mean, there's doctors, there's athletes, there's professional people in different areas in all those townships, but that is not being Absolutely. I, I was talking a couple of months ago about how Robert Pierce, um, Speedo Wilson, Neville Nash, who are some of my mentors, taught me how to think in a particular way. Mm -hmm. um, and guys like that aren't celebrated enough. We don't hear what their contribution was uh, in the struggle. Why? Maybe because they didn't go into in exile or whatever the case may be. But we don't hear what the contribution of guys like that was in the shaping of young minds that are now shaping uh, the, the, the conversation in South Africa. Why you, you, you talked about the fact that there is this phenomenon, particularly in the colored community, that says, don't brag. Mm. Talk to me about that. Where does it come from? Why do we keep it? Why aren't we breaking away? It's, a, it's the same, you, uh, the, the subject that you had about money, the concept of money. Yeah. Um, you, you were also brought up, money doesn't grow on my back. Yeah. So parents don't want to talk about money so much. So you, you almost think that money is, is a no-no, okay? Yeah. So with us also, we, you, you were brought up with this notion of stop bragging about yourself, you know, because what will people think? And I don't know where it comes from, but, but that is part of the reason why we are where we are. Um, we don't celebrate the good but if something bad happens in yep. your family, it's, yep. it's on a WhatsApp group immediately. Yep. Everybody yep. knows about it. Why does this community not take time to celebrate the beautiful? Yes, people do it on, on social media. Look, we are so uh, relevant and so present yeah. on social media. You, you read a lot of things. Boys, that like yesterday my friend's son, he made it to the Kaiser Chief team. But it's not... In the newspaper, it's not being blown up. It's it's not out there because there is no voice. And I just decided, you know what? Stop moaning about there is no this. Can somebody do this? Can't do it. Just do it. Do it. Just the do moment it it's on your heart, you should be the one that does it. You do it. All right. Uh, on uh, Twitter, Human Dignity, Angie at Angie says, please ask Matruna whether she had a crush on Obas. That's good. <laughs> Didn't like her. In Sivandalan. I don't know if you understand what that means. I was not on Sivandalan when Obas was there. Obas was gone already. Oh, uh, okay, okay. All right, oh, 11188307702. And I'd love to hear about your... So that's Izzet Magazine, and I do want to talk a little bit more about it. And, I, and I'm hoping, I'm secretly hoping, Fatima, that I'm mm. going to be able to get you to be a regular feature on one of my shows 
to talk about things that are happening in our colored communities. Absolutely. I, I really think that uh, we, we, we know too little about what is going on in those communities. And part of the reason why we are so... Uh, so uh, you know, separated. What's the word that the clever people use about the po- polarized? This polarized. Is why yes. we're so polarized? It, it, it is because we don't know, we and don't nobody's know. talking. In nobody's saying that there's a kid in uh, Westbury that has just won the maths Olympiad, Olympiad so that we can celebrate it. Hmm. Nobody's telling us about oh, so and so has gotten a, a scholarship to go and learn something in the United States. Nobody's telling us about that stuff. So the only news that we get becomes the negative inf- information that comes there. So I'm hoping that that is going to be something that might might happen. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. Definitely let's, will. Let's talk a little bit uh, to Jackie and Alex. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Alex. Yeah, Jackie, how are you doing? I'm okay. That's my DNA that's sitting next to you. there. Ah! <laughs> at home. And um, she... I, I, I think her and I are the divas of the family. Ah, yeah. Uh, We are, I know she she could cry. She could cry as I speak so fondly of her. She's such a loving person. Bibi is, she'll be the life of the party most of the time. She's the life of the party. She doesn't wait to be introduced. Uh, her having grown up in a so-called colored township, I'll, I'll say so-called because I'm staunch black consciousness and I don't believe that um, she's any different from me. Yeah. And um, Bibi, yo, she is such a loving person. She, 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 she likes taking care of other people more than she does yeah. with herself. Yeah. And in, in, in the process, she tends to neglect herself. And I just want to tell her that she must know that you love her. She is loved by everyone. She's the one that would go and create a WhatsApp group to go. And, you know, when they say that you go into the, the house and you pull out hidden family members that nobody has been paying attention to, yeah. she is that type. And... Um, you know, I, I, I don't know what to say about her. She's so loving. She would call every day and ask me, Kazi, how are you doing? How are things doing? Can I come? And she would drive all the way from Yesterday to come and see me <laughs> in Sundown. Uh, she is such a lover of people. You know, she 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 just recently moved from Yesterday to Rodiport mm. because she knows that when she's there, she's got access, easy access to the media, to the radio, to yeah. the television, to magazines, to, to all sorts of things. She is such an amazing woman. Oh, Jackie, thanks very she much. She has gone, wait a minute, yeah. she has gone and visited more villages than I have, and I am a township girl. Yeah, yeah. She is just a small bread, but she knows all members of the family, like your three generations from here. I want to say to her, Bibi, I want you to keep it up. I want you to keep your star shining. Nobody must steal it from you. She has struggled to get me on one of her programs to interview me about my book, and I don't know. But for today, I'm saying Bibi will get me on Tuesday. Jackie, Jackie. thank you very much for your call. Much appreciated. I mean, that speaks to your 
to to your to your work as a as a as a as a as an activist i i, I suppose i mean I, i've known that you've done a lot of activist work uh, your faith has been something that's been very strong i know you've done a lot of work on radio with the radio pulpit so radio isn't a, a very new thing I for you i love radio my first passion talk to me about about the way that the public world has influenced your thinking about your private world you know something that Jackie Jackie's my cousin Jackie mentioned She's a she's a regular on this show. Ne- no, I J- know. Jackie's a regular on this she, show. We we know her well. She sometimes falls asleep with the radio right next. To her. <laughs> yeah? So I we are cousins. I am Khosa. Mm-hmm. I am Indian and I am Koi. Mm-hmm. Those are the the D that's the, the DNA. The the, the, the mix masala hey, Indian. Yeah, man, that's yeah. my mix. So I embrace all of them yeah and um so and 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 i think that has formed most of who i am today yeah. the fact that i can embrace all of that yeah uh she's right I, when i'm with with the family i am bibi i yeah. am the i don't know that they, they called you bibi that's my second name okay really. and 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 I, i i don't feel different from yeah. from my family yeah. i i, I want to be i want to also rule the potter yeah, and yeah. just you know yeah My Indian family, I don't really know. I met a person last week from my father's side that I never knew, but it was so nice because I was on another journey doing a documentary in Daniel Scale about Baron Baron so was one of the Khrikwa chiefs who was never really celebrated. Yeah. One of those stories. Yeah. And the Koi is from my mother's side, her father. Now, you know what? Here's the other thing. Our parents don't want to talk about their past. Our yeah. parents don't want to talk about who they really are, where they come from, and that does something to us sure. as the younger generation. Yeah. You you start wondering, okay, wh- why is there a secret? What's going on? Is there something wrong with me? And part of the uh, uh, ma- magazine's vision is heritage. Let's go into certain surnames. Where do they come from? Identity. Why do you call yourself Khrikwa and or Korana or Koi or Khalid yeah. or Nama? Yeah. Why? Um, we want also people to say, they say, colored people don't have a culture, culture. which is actually a lie because I just told you now where I come from. Yeah. I'm a mixture of yeah. Indian, yeah. Hosa yeah. and Koi. Isn't that a, a mixed breed of Well, I, I always say that the person who says to me that colored people don't have a culture is a person that doesn't know the colored people. Exactly. Peop- because colored people uh, call them whatever you want and, and again, labels are the issue sometimes that separates people in this country. But, there's a very distinct culture there's a there's a particular religious culture there's a particular uh, dress culture there's a particular um, events culture uh, mm-hmm. that is uniquely estrus that is uniquely eldos exactly. and 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 i and i sometimes wonder why is it that we are not exposed to that but it goes back to the reason why you've created is it yes. because nobody's talking about it It doesn't mean that because we don't send our boys to Berg school we don't have a culture. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean because we don't do the labola thing we don't have a culture. No. We have different things that we do as you said. I mean, if you go to most of the so-called colored townships you will find on a Sunday we are looking for cook sisters. Yeah. And you or will either sisters. eat two sisters. You will eat it either before church or after church. Just the small things. On a Sunday afternoon, 
Oh, people want to chill with jazz. You will hear jazz either in the car or in a house. That's when mothers are either cleaning up the house or whatever. whatever. So those are the small things that, that we do that's part of our culture. I was having a conversation with Karima Brown, my mm-hmm. colleague, about that very same conversation. And she pointed something out that Tony Ehrenreich from Cape Town was pointing out. Of course, he's got an issue with the term colored, okay? And I hear him. Uh, and and uh, amongst amongst the colored folks, there are different uh, interpretations of their heritage, of their mixedness, right? Mm. We just, look, we just visibly mixed. Yeah. Other people are also mixed. All of us are absolutely, mixed. Absolutely, absolutely. We are just visibly mixed. My it? Oma was almost a white woman. I mean, she was so so light-skinned, right? And she had long hair. She couldn't speak a word of Afrikaans. She spoke only in Debele. She, she had green eyes, okay? She was people from Onferwag, you know, that, that, that yes, area, see. okay? So, 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 so th- th- there's, that, there's that heritage. But Karima was saying that somewhere, somehow, in the evolution of South Africa's history, our Africanness was taken taken away from us, and that is wrong. And 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 she was saying that that here is an opportunity. That was part of the struggle. The struggle was for us to be able to claim our Africanness. Talk to me about the the idea of Africanness as it pertains to a group that has so much mixture in it. They originate from nowhere else. The South Point of Africa. Some of them also moved from elsewhere. So this is their roots. They don't have any other reference from where they come from. And yes, words like colored can de-Africanize. Yeah. It actually does de-Africanize yeah. this group of people. Yeah. But it is so ingrained. And as you said, most of them embraced the word colored. They owned it. Uh, but it's still not... Oh, I don't call myself colored. Yeah. is a brain fro. Yeah. I'm a brain Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just because I know what the word means, but really the younger generation are quite comfortable with it. But don't de-Africanize us. Yeah. We are from here. Yeah. We don't have any other Af- uh, yeah. uh, heritage. Yeah. heritage. Yeah. Um, the Northern Cape is full of history of where they came from, what they did. Yeah. We followed the footsteps of a Griqua leader, as I said before. And it's amazing how where he landed, where he came from the uh, Western Cape and how he moved through the Northern Cape, the Northwest. There's nowhere else. And he was here in the 1700s. So we are African. Yeah, yeah. Nothing else. Yeah. I, I, I'm constantly having conversations also about the, the fact that we tend to want to give a single idea of what Africanness means. True. Uh, I don't know if you were following the whole double HP story last week about uh, uh, about his customary wife, um, the whole issue about Ilobolo and mm-hmm. so forth. And I, I, I've been, I've sort of graduated. I'm, I can now negotiate. I can now, I've got my jazz and everything. Right? <laughs> and my kiri and my caps, you know. And I thought I understood how it works. But I understand only one aspect. Uh-huh. And what I then discovered is that there are so many diverse understandings of one thing called Ilobol. One thing. That means that Africanness in its hugeness and diverseness 
is something that we still need to have a conversation about. I'm looking forward to some of the things that are going to come through uh, on Ezad. I'm hoping that you'll ask me to write something because I'm, 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 I want to. Okay, you but, have to. But but I, I think I think that you are tackling something with Ezad that is one of those things where people say don't go there, and you are going there. Have you had people say to you don't 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 do it, don't do it? I I I was asked a very I don't know what to call this question. Is it a stupid question or an ignorant Probably question? Probably strange. Strangely, yeah, let's go there. This person, it was a journalist, said, what if people say that it is not the right thing to do at this time? And at that moment, I, I just said, you know what, I don't care. But afterwards, I thought, who are these people? And who are they to determine whether this is the right time or not? The people for whom this magazine is, they want it now. So who else am I going to listen sure, to? Sure. Other voices? Hell no. Let's talk to Emil in uh, Rudaport. Hi, Emil. Hello. Um, I just want to say um, congratulations to my sister, Billy. I love her very much. And I'm very proud of her. Uh, excellent. Is this your, your brother? This is Emil <laughs> Oh, he, Emil. Yeah. Emil was, he wanted to help me with the first edition years ago. And guess what? I tracked him down and he's part of the team of Azit this time around. Emil, thanks very much for your call, sir. Much appreciated. So, so when do we get to see Azit? Um, uh, how do we get to read more of it? How do we get to uh, interact with it a little bit more? Okay. Can you believe it? Ten years later, it's so much easier to launch a magazine. Yeah. So we're gonna. Have so it was serendipitous. It was actually good that it didn't happen then. It had to happen now. Yeah. So now is the right time. Yeah. So we're gonna have is it online, because that's where most people live on their phones and so on. So there's an is it uh, uh, website. It's www.isit.online, and people can also email me there. It's uh, Fatima at isit.online. So there's going to be an online magazine. We're going to give people tidbits, video clips, um, real interviews of people that we will be featuring. But there are dinosaurs as well. Like more, I want a magazine. Yeah. I want a printed yeah, the, the, the piece of paper you know, Absolutely. that I can put on the table. I can't read. I, honestly, I can't read these uh, Kindles. I can't read. You've got to give me a book. You've got to give me yeah. something. Yeah? Page through it. Yeah. So that one we are planning to launch um, end of January. And um, it's going to be, you know, distributed like any other ma magazine or people can subscribe. We're not going to have it every week or every month. It, it, it will be bi-monthly. But for now, we're planning to have it every uh, third month. So that we can have a nice, solid magazine by professional people. Look, they on it, part of the team is different people. We have the different um, sections, etc. Yeah. But you'll have your lawyer, your doctor, your uh, Life, life lifestyle coach. magazine. It's a lifestyle magazine. Then most of the people are from Pretoria and Johannesburg because those are the people that indicated that they want to be part of it. But you have people from. Priska from Springbok in the Northern Cape that said, Sister Ekwal Ork Dilvius mm, mm. So, you know, that, and, and we're going to have oh, that mixture. There's one place I'd love to go to, Priska. Priska. I've, I've heard, I've heard 
of of stories about Priska that that are almost fairy tale like about Priska and the people of Priska. I, I would love to go to Priska one of these days, but that's just one of my, one of my fantasies. Yeah, and you say it. So nicely, Priska. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, and there's people from from the Western Cape, from yeah. the Peril. Uh, my good friend uh, Maria van Weinhardt. We we and we connected very. Everyone that's part of this magazine are people that are sent. They gravitated towards this vision, and I didn't turn anyone away. I've got to. I've got to talk about entertainment in a few moments time with Refilwe but um, I hope that part of the conversation on is it is going to be about that language Afrikaans. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. And I've had lots of fights with people on this platform about Afrikaans because I think that there's a very very scant and limited understanding of the origins of the language Afrikaans. Let me tell you where it originates from. Yeah. Afrikaans was spoken not this version of Afrikaans, but nee, the standard Afri- Afrikaans. Yeah. Nee. There was a version of... What you by the University of Africa. Yeah, my mom, my pony. That is not Afrikaans, that is Afrikaans. I don't know what. But anyway, so 50, 50 years, and, and that is why it's so good to read. 50 years before Uncle Jan van Riebeck and his chomis landed yeah. on this, you know, in Cape Town, yeah. the Khoi people were already using quite a lot of Afrikaans words. Piren, kiri. Hello. Yeah. So Afrikaans originated from those people. And then because they needed to understand the Dutch, they formed their own words so that they can skinner lekker about the Dutch. Yeah, yeah. So it's not That's why Krotoa could was able to translate. Hello. It's because she already had a very... Yeah, okay. Understand. But, 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 but I'm, I'm running out of time. And, okay, and I'm, okay, I'm, okay. Will you agree on air to come again on the show so that we can trace the history of Afrikaans, because I know that's what you're doing at the moment. Yes. Uh, the history of Afrikaans, let, let me say the, the African roots of Africa. Afrikaans. Well, yes. w- would, you, would you do that with me? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. All right. Sorry, you were go- you're going. I'm just looking at the other people yeah, wanting to come into the studio now already. Yeah? Yeah. So Afrikaans is not the taal van die Afrikaner alone. 60%, 12 million people in South Africa are Afrikaans. 60% of them are colored, koi, brown, Greek, or whoever. They speak Afrikaans. And Afrikaans is, a, is the third spoken language in South Africa. Zulu, Xhosa, Afrikaans, and then English. And it's spoken by about 500,000 black people. Yeah, yeah. So it's not a... And this, the whole story of Tzotital, which is a derivative of Afrikaans, which is a a language that is spoken colloquially in probably almost all of South Africa's townships. Um, it, see, my, my issue, Fatima, is that uh, in some of the narratives that are that that are that are robbed of nuance in South Africa, we don't give the accolades where they belong you know uh and and i sometimes get a sense that we then thin out we then thin out the richness of south africanness when we don't go to those places to go and actually understand that afrikaans at some point was politically hijacked oh yes but understand its true 
heritage, where it actually comes from, and maybe you might not have the kind of attitude you have to you have toward it. Uh, when we were in uh, in Daniel's Cay last week in the Northern Cape, yeah. They only spoke Afrikaans. You can speak your English. They're going to reply in Afrikaans because that's the language that the people speak there. The Northern Cape is Afrikaans, Afrikaans, Afrikaans. And now I feel sorry for, uh, and I know they're going to, but the, the Johannesburg uh, people, they speak, the Afrikaans that is spoken is not so good not all of them someone like emil for instance he speaks fantastic afrikaans but uh, and the english is also kind of not up to real good standard so it i feel that the young people are being robbed from two languages and i believe that our children should speak at least two languages the language that you speak at home and english mm. so this group of mixed people the one language that they should latch onto is Afrikaans, sure. and then you can speak sure. English, sure. of course, sure. you know. Uh, do you get the sense sometimes that, especially the younger genera- generation, when I speak of the younger generation, I'm talking about the people that are, uh, let's call them the born freeze, for mm. lack of a better term. I, I sometimes get a sense that we, and the older generation to them, have not done our duty we fail them in telling them and explaining them to them some of the intricacies the nuances of south africanness that that they grow up with a very very sanitized very very one dimensional view of who they are true um and and i find that so sad because there are wads of history that they are not exposed to because Perhaps it's not politically correct these days to talk about those kinds of things. What do we do as the older generation uh, if you can't start an it like Fatima? But what do we do? What, what should we be doing? Talk. Have the dialogue. You know, we have uh, Heritage Day on the 24th. Yeah. We all go braai. Yeah. I don't know. We, I suppose it's good. It's yeah. part of the South African yeah. culture. Yeah. But I think our generation, the 40-something-year-olds, we need to really... S- Speak to our children. Tell our children, this is who you are. This is your heritage. Warts and all. Everything. So that they can understand why they are, how they are, and where they come from. Because if you don't have... This is one of the success recipes of the apartheid system and colonization is to take away, to remove your language, your... Understanding your, of yourself. Of yourself. Because if you don't know who you, who you are then what are you going to fight for? Fatima Abdul, it has been an honor and a privilege to have you on the show and I'm going to try and twist your arm to come back again. You don't even so have to twist my arm. <laughs> so that we can continue this conversation. I think it is a much needed conversation. It's a conversation that needs to be had without the political baggage. True. It's just a conversation. Uh, and, and I'm hoping that we can have that conversation and I'm hoping that as it grows to absolute higher heights i know it will with with you behind it but maybe we can also have the conversation about a more regular conversation about what is happening in aldos what is happening in Istras, what is happening in all of our other communities that may not be represented in the general narrative of what south africa is i really appreciate your time i couldn't have done this without an amazing as a team i just yeah. have to give them a shout out yeah. as well all right fatima abdul 
South African doing great things. Ken Kuhn on Twitter says, Orbs, this is an enormous discussion. And you know what? I was born in Kimberley. The Northern Cape was Virgin Felt and Kalahari. I don't know anything about, uh, I don't know anything but Africa. The fauna and flora, the people, the air, the sun, the night, the smell. I am now indigenous, says Ken Kuhn. Thank you very much, Ken. Uh, And uh, yeah, indeed, many of you saying, please, we need to continue this conversation. Uh, Much appreciated. Uh, uh, Jason ABR says, keep going. Going. We support this 100%. Thank you very much. Well, um, you can see we have to have this conversation again. Absolutely. Right. When we come back, I'm going to be speaking to Rafilo Tobeka. We're going to be finding out what is happening on the uh, local South African entertainment scene with uh, Eyewitness News' uh, Rafilo Tobeka.